This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go <laughs> to the ByThePhoenix.com guest line and join Sal Capaccio. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. And Sal is host of the Odyssey original podcast. It's always game day in Buffalo with Matt Bove covering all things Buffalo Bills. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Sal, thanks for being on the show with us. What is your history in Buffalo? Are you from the city? Clearly you 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 were there now or and cover this team, but what is your background when it comes to the city of Buffalo? Yeah, first of all, I mean, what a discussion about weather here in Buffalo. 40 degrees, I mean, come on, yesterday was 43 here. People were running around in shorts and T-shirts. I mean, you know, it's nice out when it's like that, <laughs> 43 degrees. Um, I grew up here. I grew up in uh, – town, a big suburb of Buffalo called Chictawaga, right on the border. I mean, but there's a lot of suburbs here. It's a smaller, you know, city, obviously, but I grew up in Western New York. And um, I had season tickets for the Bills during the Super Bowl years, but I was a poor college student at Syracuse University and would take a Greyhound bus back two and a half, three hours for every home game and hoping one day maybe I could be wow. doing what I'm doing now, actually, guys. I'm actually kind of living my childhood dream, being a, a broadcaster and doing sports here in Buffalo, radio, TV, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I did take a detour. I was out, I was down in Florida, speaking of good weather, um, started my radio career down there. I was there for 16 years. I left the business, and I was a, believe it or not, for 10 years of my life, I was a high school social studies teacher, football coach, and track coach. Um, and, um, you know, then, uh, but my passion was always media, and I always loved Buffalo, and I always joked that I'm the only man in America who chose to leave Florida to move to Buffalo, New York, which has been the best decision of my life, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, it'll be a great decision if the Bills can finally win a Super Bowl. Like, is that the narrative? Like, there's been a ton of narratives out of Buffalo this year, clearly the DeMar Hamlin situation being the biggest one. So for me, it almost seems like sacrilegious to bet against the Bills right now. But what is the feeling in Buffalo? Does it feel like this is going to be the year? Yeah, I think people are a little uneasy right now with the way that the uh, offense, you know, the turnovers they've had lately, the way they kind of played against and squeaked out against Miami, too many games like that this year. But at the same time, they only lost three games all season, right? They've always found ways to win because a lot of times, even though they make a lot of mistakes, they're just too talented and they overcome those mistakes. You know, they're a very well-coached team. Uh, sometimes, though, you look and say, okay, maybe this could have gone differently. Every I think every fan base does that. Um, but they have Josh Allen. And as long as Josh Allen's here for the next, you know, 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is, the Bulls are going to have a look at it. They're always going to be in contention to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's what 
bringing, having a great quarterback does for you. But right now, in this window they're in with these guys in their prime, most of them still young but just starting their second contract or in their rookie contract, other than a few guys who are a little bit older, um, this is a team that's set up to be in this window for a while. And this year, um, you know, I think people feel like they have just as good a look as they've had last year, the year before. And we know what happened last year. There's a general feeling here that if they can just button up the 13 seconds in, in Kansas City, which obviously they lost on, that they would have gone to the Super Bowl and even won it. They would have had Cincinnati here at home, and then they would have gone, and I think people think they would have beaten the Rams, but who knows? So I think there's a lot of, man, was that our year that we missed out on and how tough it is to get there? Will it ever even happen again? But having this game at home, obviously people feel good about, but if they have to play against Kansas City, the team that's knocked them out the last two years, you know, I know that's a tough road to go. We're talking with Sal Capaccio, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast. It's always game day in Buffalo with Matt Bove. Covers all things Buffalo Bills. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can find them on Twitter as well at Sal Sports. Sal, how much of this angst has to do with, and I hate to ask this question, but certainly Bills history matters here because we all remember the 90s when they were just so very good and were so close. And I feel like Bills fans deserve this if you're on the outside looking in and you don't have a dog in the fight at least for me i want buffalo to advance and get over the hump do you do fans still feel that now or is it something that's too far in the past where they don't worry about it oh no we feel it but it's not just the bills it's it's our sports history here in buffalo and all the kind of you know horrible moments and the way seasons have ended and um you know never winning a championship and and with the bills or the sabers specifically our two main sports teams here and even you go back to, in 1999, in the same year here, the same seasons, you had home run throwback from the Tennessee Titans, which, you know, obviously was one of the most incredible plays in playoff history. It goes against the Bills, and a lot of people felt Bills win that game. They had the defense to go to a Super Bowl. But you have the four losses. You have the wide right. You have wide right against, you know, the Giants in the first one. And then that same year, in 99, the Sabres lose to Stanley Cup when Brett Hall's foot is in the crease, right? And it's a no goal. Shouldn't have counted. They do. And there's been right. so much scar tissue built up over the years that, I think people aren't letting themselves kind of – I think you're always waiting for them to lose in a horrible fashion. 13 seconds last year, right? And that's just part of it. It's part of being a sports fan, I guess, until you finally get that championship, until you finally get over the hump. Um, so there's no doubt that's a big part of it, that people – but there is a new generation now. We're talking, you know, over 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago for the Super Bowls. and the, But those people haven't necessarily experienced all those incredible losses because the teams were very good. But now it's starting to happen again where it's getting up, and you had last year's situation, obviously. What, what this generation has really not known is this team being good for a long period of time. It's 17 years of not making the playoffs. The Sabres, the hockey team, hasn't made the playoffs in 10 years, 11. That's the longest playoff drought in the NHL. So it's kind of new to a lot of the younger fans, I'd say. But anybody who's kind of followed this team and followed this city in sports for a few decades, you're always worried about something horrible happening at the end. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, the national narrative is just that the Bills and Chiefs are going to square off again in the AFC Championship, forgetting that mm, the Bengals are next, 
for the Bills. Mm -hmm. uh, they still have to get through Cincinnati. Uh, four and a half point favorites at home uh, this weekend to the Bengals. Do you think people are overlooking this game? Do you think the Bengals are a good matchup or a tough matchup, I should say, for this Bills team that mm, did not cover against the Dolphins last weekend? Well, nationally, people may be thinking about the Kansas City game, but certainly not here. People are not looking past Cincinnati. Everybody knows. I mean, it's just, you know, this is this is the next game, not only that, but this is a team that went to the AFC, went to the uh, Super Bowl last year. They were beating the Bills for the first 11 minutes before the DeMar Hamlin situation a few, a few Monday nights ago. Uh, they were moving the ball pretty well against them, and then the Bills didn't play very well last week, as we know. Um, so, no, nobody's looking past Cincinnati here in Buffalo. If people – nationally want to do that there's nothing we can do about it here but that's been the focus here in buffalo and i will say the only way you could get there for people in buffalo is yes today tickets do go on sale for the possible neutral site game in kansas city and i've seen even people nationally say oh that's you know whiteboard material for the Bengals. they think they're going to walk by them look at the nfl's got to do business they got to sell these tickets they got to get people ready for their travel situations that's not the buffalo bills planning to play in atlanta against kansas city next week that's the nfl and you know, business of the Bills side of things and the Chiefs side of things planning for what could possibly happen. That said, um, look, I, I've said all week, they're doing the same radio shows in Cincinnati that we are in Buffalo. They didn't look good last week. They squeaked by. They had a long touchdown return um, against the Baltimore Ravens to win it. Uh, the Ravens did a really good job of, you know, stopping that offense. Um, they haven't, they did not play a really clean football game. So I think you have two teams here that um, in both cities and both fan bases thinking, if we play like that again, we'll lose. They're th we're thinking that here in Buffalo. They're thinking that in Cincinnati, no doubt. Um, and then you have the injuries to the Cincinnati offensive line, which I think are huge in this game. I really think, you know, that's where the Bills have to win this game in two ways. Number one, Josh Allen just can't turn the ball over, and the Bills offense can't turn the ball over the way they did last week. But number two, I think this is where the Bills defensive line needs to dominate this game. With the injuries to the offensive line of the Bengals, um, I think the Bills need to take advantage of that. Sal, so obviously, when you talk about the Bills, there, there's big-name players, whether it's Stephon Diggs, whether it's Josh Allen. You can go down the list here. But who was one player that maybe we don't talk about that much, at least nationally, who is absolutely critical for the Bills down the stretch? Well, he finally got his recognition by being a, named a first-team All-Pro, but didn't even make the Pro Bowl, which tells me that he's not as popular as he should be. And that is Matt Milano, linebacker Matt Milano. He's incredible. Uh, he's an eraser. He does everything. Uh, he is one of the best off-ball linebackers in the league by his recognition as being a first-team All-Pro with Fred Warner and Roquan Smith. You think about that. Bills have a guy that's in the same conversation as them, and nobody ever talks about him like they do those guys. And uh, he didn't even make the Pro Bowl, like I said, but he's been incredible. And if he's out of the lineup, and he was, he missed one game. That was at the New York Jets. The Bills lost that game at the New York Jets. And the Jets ran the ball a little bit more efficiently. Matt can – he can kind of do everything. He's against the run against the pass. He's a really good cover linebacker. They set him up blitzes once in a while, but I think he's very critical to what happens here, especially against a team in Cincinnati that has so many weapons and they're going to try to spread the field and do things. You have an athletic sideline to sideline linebacker, but let's advance on. If they do happen to play Kansas city, Milano is critical in how they defend Travis Kelsey as well. Oh, for sure. I listened to this game on the radio. I, th I think it was Westwood one and they were talking about Matt Milano a ton. I was like, who is this guy? Why do I not know his name? But they mm -hmm. were absolutely hyping him up because clearly he made a difference in that Dolphins game. All right. So we're a betting show. I'm trying to find an angle in this Bills Bengals matchup, a four and a half point spread, a total of 48 or also we don't have player props listed. 
But do you think anybody has a big game here? Do you think it's a high-scoring matchup? Or do you think the Bills absolutely blow the doors off the Bengals? Do you have any angles for us? I do think it's a higher-scoring game for me. I think the weather can always play a factor. They are monitoring a storm that's going to be coming in maybe Sunday at some point. It might hold off till Monday. So at this point, we don't think it's going to affect the game. But it could be a little windy. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about like 60-mile-an-hour winds like you had a couple of years ago against New England, but it could be a little windy. That could, in fact, impact, impact a couple of things in the passing game. Um, but I, I think the Bengals know that you know, they're going to have to try and you know, outscore the Bills, throw the ball down the field. They have so many great weapons. They did that in that Monday night. And I think the Bills think that they could do that against the Bengals. The Bengals, they're a different team than the Dolphins. The Dolphins blitz a lot. They put a lot of pressure on you. I think the, the Bengals try to make plays, you know, um, in different ways with their secondary. But I think Josh Allen will also stay aggressive. So I do think it's going to be a little higher scoring game. And um, I, I expect a really good one. I don't expect a blowout either way. As far as, you know, who could have a big game? Well, who does that, you know, go to? For the Bills, I would say – We've seen Gabe Davis now in the playoffs. It seems like we call him playoff Gabe now, big game Gabe, because didn't have an incredible regular season, a nice regular season. But remember last year, four touchdowns against Kansas City. Um, the, his rookie year, he had a big game against the Indianapolis Colts in a playoff game. They had a big game last week, six catches, uh, 113 yards. Um, a guy like that, I think, can come up really big in a game like this. So I would look for maybe the Bills receivers, someone like that. Stephon Diggs, obviously, we know he's elite, but I also think the Bengals would do whatever they can to try and you know take him away. So those are guys that I would be looking at from the, from the Bills' side. For the Bengals, I would say this. The angle I would tell you is this year the Bills have had trouble with number one receivers, and we know that's Jamar Chase for them. Um, now I will also tell you a lot of that was before Tredavious White really came back, and then even when he came back, he wasn't really – I think he's really played a lot better the last couple of weeks. He's getting back into form. He's missed a whole year with the knee injury. But the Bills have had trouble, and number one receivers on teams have put up numbers against the Bills this year. He is host of the Odyssey Original Podcast. It is always game day in Buffalo with Matt Bow covering all things Buffalo Bills. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Sal, we appreciate the time. Sal Capaccio. Thank you, man. Yeah, you got it, guys. Thank you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.